Business Futurology is the podcast series where we look into the speed with which technology is changing and the importance of keeping ahead. We answer important questions like whether NFT is fast becoming the only way creators can monetize their content. Like it or not, the metaverse is the way you will be connecting with your customers. So stay informed or get left behind. Today we have a Susan Kathleen. And Susan is one of Learn Global's founding members, best selling author, and poet. As an artist, Susan created her own NFTs, which are for sale on the well known NFT auction site. And we all know this one <laughs> OpenSea or Rarible. <laughs> she is a transformational speaker, podcast host, and is passionate about anything to do with the virtual world. Welcome, Susan. Thank you so much, Arnold. I love talking to you. This guy, everybody, is my little brother from another mother. We talk a <laughs> lot about all sorts of stuff. Thank you so much for having me on this wonderful podcast of yours. You're more than we're always more than welcome. And the other thing is that, Susan, is we know our, our short chats are always one hour, two hour, three hours chats. So I thought, like, you know, if, if that was... Our podcast, I think we had loads of podcasts. <laughs> I, I think so. We, and, and apparently these days it's a 10-minute attention span, so it could turn into a whole year of podcasts if I we think, carried on talking. <laughs> I think we can, yes. Let's but Susan, for, for, for the people who don't know Susan, who is Susan? So Susan. Ah, <laughs> I am. I am who I am. <laughs> oh, dear. Where, where, where do I start, Arnold? I am a baby boomer. I won't quite disclose my, my age. I'm a mother of three wonderful daughters. They're all grown up. Two incredible grandsons, a great son-in-law as well, and, and the partners that belong to my other two daughters. Or do they belong? I don't know. Do men belong <laughs> to other people or do women? That's a bit old. Okay. Well, I'm a baby boomer. That's the way it works. Um, that's what we say. Oh, shouldn't have thought that. Woman's rights. Woo! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I've been in education for 40 plus years. Uh, for the past 30 years, I've been totally involved and fascinated with all sorts of things holistic. I am a transformational life coach and speaker, and I am absolutely crazy about the metaverse, the about NFTs and art and music and the use case of an nft for art and music there you go that's it in a nutshell wow well yeah i, I know well and this is what in our conversations normally you mention about you um well i'm, I'm not going to say giving up but you you have let's say go different direction so instead of coaching you now fully in cryptocurrency crypto trading metaverse 3d that's right yeah. and, and 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 well and it's and it's amazing because you mentioned baby boomers <laughs> <laughs> i haven't i haven't met much baby boomers. listen i'm not the youngest by the way because i'm 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 in my 40s but i mean oh you're a puppy um, exactly well that's <laughs> what people say you know nfts when we talk about this crypto everybody well most most people refer refer this to 
well, you know, millennial, the, the, the Z generation or generation Z and, you know, the, the, the young generation. But it's not because, well, you are so passionate about it. You, you even, you, like I think you, if you created an, um, an avatar in, in, in different worlds as well. So t- tell about more oh, about that. I because... have. Oh, dear. <laughs> so about a year ago, a friend of mine who's in her 70s called me up from the States and I'm here in, in Brisbane, Australia. And she said, hey, Susan, you've got to come and try this out. And I said, what is it? So she said to me, it's the working in like gaming, but you can, you can transform yourself into an avatar. And I said very curiously, okay, show me. So we went into this platform called Sansa and she arrived and showed me because obviously she's all set up now. She's a gamer and she does all sorts of stuff and she's got all these different screens. So she shared the screen with me on Zoom and there was this gorgeous person who is my friend and she was zooming around these fascinating worlds within the metaverse. Well, it's now called the metaverse. Um, it's what, what would we call it? Matrix, whatever it is you want to call it. Refers. <laughs> 3D. Anyways, 5D. Anyway, she said to me, have a look at this. And, and I, was, I said, oh, I'm jealous. I want one of those. And so she showed me how to set myself up and I created my avatar. And even more exciting is there's a whole fashion parade that you can actually choose and find on the in the storefronts and everything else in, in these various platforms like Sansa. So I got myself kitted up and she took me on a tour and I went around this world. And then she said, let's go to another world. And she showed me all these places. What really hooked me up, Arnold, was that she took me to a place with a company that she was associated with and still is. And I now am. Um, And there was this whole educational platform. And what it was is a, a university or a college within the metaverse. And we walked into this area and there was, it was a, there was a podium in the middle with a teacher on it or a mentor, whatever you want to call it. And then surrounding this podium in an arena type setting were all these seats with all these avatars, some of them were kind of weird looking. They, they were gorillas and giraffes and big frogs and others were young looking kids. And they were all learning. And this teacher was teaching these kids and these, these avatars were sort of leaning forward because that's what you can do in, when you're an avatar and listening. And I said to my friend, What's going on here? She said, this is our global school. These kids from all over the world are attending this school and they are learning from these teachers and mentors who are also avatars that are teaching from their own studios in their own homes while these kids are learning from their own homes as well. And she said, they are a captive audience. She said, these kids understand gaming. They understand all of these sort of things where they go and play these various games and go into Axie Affinity and all of these other things. (laughs) And she said, they are such a captive audience 
that their pass rates when they get back to school, because, of course, this was all during lockdown, lockdown and it was all created during the time of COVID, their pass rates are higher than when they're at school. Amazing, is it? Totally amazing, Arnold. Yeah. Really amazing. Can, can so you imagine hooked. that? Yeah, because like two years ago, if we came with that, well, almost three years ago now, if we came with that same, let's say, idea, people, people, people thought we were crazy. And if you see now what happens after, well, let's say in the pandemic, after pandemic, what has been developed, it's, 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 well, people can now, or let's say kids can do some education in the virtual world. What is, yeah. It's still mind blowing. Oh, it is. It is. You know, when I saw that and, and here I am, I'm an avatar standing on sort of like a platform that's overlooking this entire podium type thing where other people, other avatar people were all watching as well. It's just like being in Stanford or one of those sort of places where you sort of have an audience of people watching the, the lecture or whatever it is and watching the reactions of these kids. But further to this, Arnold, it's not just for kids. The capacity and the ability of learning, education, is for adults as well. Now, keep in mind, you and I both understand this. We've got third world countries where many children don't get to be educated. And my passion as an educator is that every child should learn to write, read and write. And I've told you this before, have a pair of shoes. They don't have shoes in some of these countries. I mean, I've, I've gone and taught under mango trees in certain African countries um, to be able to help children, and they don't have shoes. And they will walk miles just to be educated under a mango tree by somebody who is, uh, has the ability to teach. And, Arnold, every one of us have the ability to teach, especially as we mature. And we in the first world are, are privileged enough to have been educated. Now what's happened, you don't have to travel to Africa or to South America or um, any of these places or the, the, the Far East or India or any of these places um, where some children aren't educated. Every child, every family has a phone. And our phones now are, we, we, we understand, are little computers. And they have the ability to be able to get into these certain platforms where every child in the world can be educated. And this might sound far-fetched to some people, but think about it. This is how it's, the world communicates. It's, it's, the same, it's the same when... In my time, when I mentioned about watching TV is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if you've seen, like, I rem still remember, like, well, you know, Sesame, Sesame Street and, you know, all these li little educational programs from, well, different countries. Um, that, that was, I think in the past, it was 
that was already futuristic, if you know what I mean. It was that that was already, well, what people think about now the metaverse in the eighties and the nineties, watching TV and learn from it. And I know that in Europe it was less, but like US and some some other countries, even in Asia, um, it's really popular. But yeah, I know for for well, some people you, it's. Uh... <laughs> you talk about TV. I'm at the stage, and I admit to this. I was around when TV was first launched. Okay. So when that happened in my youth, people were saying it's going to addle people's brains. Oh, dear. And you are going to be affected by the waves and everything else. It's the same as when a microwave came out and you, you have to be very careful because oh, you shouldn't yeah, stand I remember next that. to it. <laughs> but I was at that, that, that era. Now, I was born in the 50s, the mid-50s. So I was in an era where TV came out and I was still a youngster when all the hippies and all the other people that I was so wishing I could be grown up enough to be a flower child and everything else, but I didn't quite get there. But I was in, at an, in an era where I watched my mom doing the rock and roll with dad and all sorts of things. And I grew up in a family with all of these changes and things that were innovative and amazing. Hey, baby boomers, you must know how amazing we are. We've seen it all. <laughs> but the fact is, don't let Susan watch TV for too long because she's going to be indoctrinated by this sort of thing. Well, parental guidance, parents, yes, even still now, really important to make sure that your kids get out and ride a bicycle and go for a walk and stuff like that. But do yourselves a favor as well. Get to know why they communicate through gaming, through the metaverse. Because I have. I was fascinated by my grandchildren and wanted to know why they were doing what they were doing, especially during the COVID periods. I mean, finally, we, and please, fingers crossed, that we're sort of getting out onto the bright side where we no longer wear masks and things like that. The fact is, they communicated that way. And we communicated on Zoom and things like that. But when you Think about this and watch how they talk to each other now, how they, how they communicate with their buddies. It's through gaming. And do yourself a favor. Go and learn how to play a game with your kids. You don't have to do it all. But that way, at least you understand what they're doing. And on top of that, you also have the ability to say, hey, time out now. I've been playing this game with you. You and I are going for a walk or we're going to go and climb a tree. Kids don't know how to cl climb trees anymore because they, they, they not sort of encouraged yeah. to get outside. Well, I remember days like friends who, who broke their legs or their arms go to hospital. And for me, it was that lessons learned. So I never, well, I climb in trees, but not that high. Because I was, I was something. Colonel, <laughs> I was climbing a tree when I was eight years old and I fell out of the tree. I broke my, my left arm. And my parents were out 
and I was in the backyard of this person's house and they came and mum picked me up and said, oh, don't sort of, don't cry. You'll be all right. And they took me inside and I laid down on a couch and this was in Africa. And there was what we call a pookie, which is a night ape. It was their pet. And this thing kept on jumping all over me and jumping on my arms. And uh, it was sore, but I didn't want to cry or be a big sissy because I was told to behave. And the next morning, um, because we're in Africa, um, we all have mosquito nets. So then every morning, my brother and I would go into my parents' bedroom and we part of the routine was we had to pull out the bottom of the mosquito net from the bottom of their bed and bring in the tea for them. <laughs> and I couldn't pull the net out, uh, the, the mosquito net out. And mom had to look and she said, oh, my goodness, my poor baby. And I had this big, fat, swollen arm. And I was taken to the hospital and they discovered I had what was called a green stick, a green stick fracture. To this day, I can hardly use my left arm because <laughs> I fell out of a tree. It didn't stop me from climbing up trees again. Oh, my God, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I assume you're not climbing trees now, do you? <laughs> oh, I do with my grandchildren. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But you, it's important to climb trees. You know, I'm a tree hugger. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, I've, well I, haven't climbed, I've, I haven't climbed in trees. I know my mm. kids do that sometimes where they, because, you know, they play, they play games and we always, we call it, screen screen uh screen time no, no, non-screen of something about um getting some pause or let's say a break oh screen break that's the one a screen and, break. and uh, yes so they they need to play an hour two hours with you know something else or yeah just get get rid of you know they're not going to play the whole day on games and that's a little bit of a difference of course with with you know where we grew when we grow up because we played like three four five hours a day outside or we just you know have yeah. friends over and then we play with our toys but you see now that kids these days they they have their ipads or they have their laptop and they they can sit there for hours but we have find out that you know taking kids from the screen for a couple hours is, uh, I think, the best thing you can do. But yeah, it's it's quite amazing how, yeah, our it's, our our experience. It's <laughs> beneficial. Actually, the thing that I was saying, Arnold, is, and I know because you you love the metaverse as much as I do, you understand oh, yes. it. So there's no stopping you from understanding what your kids are doing. You understand no. where, where they are and everything else, and you understand the borderlines and everything else. But for those parents or guardians out there who don't make the effort to understand that and say, no, I, I don't want my children to do this, that, and the other, it's like telling kids that they, any, anything, don't do it. The first thing that they want to do is go and figure out why they why they can't do it. Yeah. And and as an educator, I highly recommend that people understand what it's all about before they start dismissing something. So when I went and created my own avatar, I became fascinated. Now I was already studying and trying to understand NFTs. 
So I've been in the cryptocurrency world for four years. I mean, a lot of other people are a lot more seasoned than I am. But I am fascinated by the use case of blockchain and how we cut out that middleman, the, the bank, the agent, anything like that, and have the ability to control our own, let's say, finances and, um, or, or our own creativity. So my tertiary education was art, commercial art, advertising, marketing a long time ago, the old-fashioned way. I mean, I learned how to um, draw and do things the way Walt Disney taught people. You had tracing paper, different layers of tracing paper in uh, to be able to create, um, <laughs> I know, I'm really showing my age now, to be able to create something. Whereas now you've got your iPad or your smart pad and you go in through the, you know, you click on uh, with, and, and get your your layer and it's all sorted out for you. But in those days, it was all tracing paper and a light, light box and all the rest. So I was fascinated right from the outset on freelancing because that's often how I made my money in between jobs and supported my kids as well. And there was, a, you unless you understood marketing, you had to go and find an agent to do it for you. And that hasn't changed. It's the same as if you're a musician. Generally speaking, you've got an agent. Now, with, the, with, with, the, with NFTs coming in, into popularity in particular now, I think they really started in about 2014, is the ability to create your art digitally, even if you've painted something amazing, you can take a digital image of that work and we're so fortunate now even our iPhones or smartphones their cameras are so brilliant that you can get almost a replica of your artwork and you have this ability to digitalize it and turn it into an NFT which you mint on the blockchain and you have this ability then to sell it without having to go and find an agent to do it for you. In fairness to the agents, hello, agents, be nice. <laughs> don't listen nice. to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to the podcast. In fairness, a lot of people who are marketing experts are brilliant agencies. And in fairness, the really well-known NFTs have created a team the people who've created these NFTs that have been successful, and they do have um, the marketing people and everything else. But the beauty of an NFT is a musician, a songwriter, has the ability to be able to use that and produce it and sell it without that middleman. Same, same with cryptocurrency. We have the ability to utilize crypto without having to put it all into the bank. And I know that you love it as much as I do, so. Yes, well, well, and, and you, you got a point there because, yes, you have a middleman, the middleman makes money, the artist gets a bit, the middleman gets a bit, and of course, whatever comes in needs to be shared. But what we both agree is an artist who puts all his time in creating something 
something beautiful, something great, and then have to split because the splits are not just 5% or 10%. Sometimes they go for 30, 40, 50 even. And I think that the artist needs to have absolutely 100% of what they do. Now, and with the NFTs, with, you know, everything that's, that's now going to be on, a, on, on blockchain, I think that's, that's, we, we are starting to do a fair game, if you know what I mean. So it's people get now their, what they deserve instead of that they have to give things away. Or you see that quite a lot with art, with, with not just artists, celebra- celebrities as well, because we all know that Snoop Doggy, mm-hmm. Dog, Snoop Dogg, yeah. I can't say Snoop Doggy Dog. That's 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 eighties. <laughs> that's nineties. Uh, I mean, Snoop Dogg just bought his his his. He bought his land in. I think it was in Sandstorm. He bought virtual properties. He started minting NFTs. Now, then we're talking about Paris Hilton, and um, it's it's and 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 I know like more more celebrities artists are now be well let's say they are now creating these nfts joining the blockchain indirectly and yeah oh absolutely even dolly parton <laughs> yeah oh dolly parton as well <laughs> wow know, all there. i mean they they all these really well-known personalities even gary v who i follow avidly because i just love him he's he is <laughs> he's yeah, just amazing well, Gary, Gary V already let every every talk on YouTube or wherever he's he's mm-hmm. he's uh, having his 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 talk. He always mentioned about do two things. Check how check, let's say talk about or let's checked about the NFTs and Albatrash. Now, when he mentioned NFTs, I totally understand NFTs. Mm-hmm. Or when he was talking about Albatrash, I was like, what is that? Is that a band or is it, you know, something <laughs> is the name of a company? Now I checked and Albatrash is literally like trading things or in, in this, in, well, let's say on the blockchain is done with, uh, with crypto. And that's amazing. That's something that people have made serious money with albatrash or let's say with you know well currency exchanges indirectly and uh, it's, it's it's fascinating and then and this is what you just mentioned about this so people who haven't had any access on let's say finance before or what we call DeFi, they have now from well people what i've seen then on on, on news from no shoes to the most expensive shoes, if you know what Absolutely. I mean. Absolutely. You know, we were talking about this the other day. People in the Philippines, I was reading an article, youngsters, they all play Axie Affinity. And within the um, environment of Axie Affinity, you can earn genuine fiat or can be converted into fiat money uh, using... I'm a crypto head, so fiat. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, they have the ability to purchase stuff that they could never even think of purchasing. I was saying to you, um, Arnold, and and to the listeners, there's this one article I read and was so sweet. This kid, youngster, he was he I don't even think he was 10. Um, 
obviously I don't know if his parents were seeing what he was doing with playing on Axie Affinity, but he managed to buy this huge big mixer uh, for making cakes and doing all sorts of amazing things, something, some state-of-the-art thing, like the Harley of mixers. And um, he gave it to his, gifted to, uh, it to his mother. And she makes now, she now has the ability to make cakes and sell them to the village. Oh, if wow. You, yeah, think about that. Think about what this has created. And we talk about third world and how things change. We were talking about Africa the other day in particular. And basically it's like this anywhere in the world. But where, and now this is controversial, you can cut this part out in order if you need to, but where governments take um, abuse, they abuse their financial systems. And the poverty in those countries is massive. Because of the event of cryptocurrency, these people now have the ability to save and do all sorts of things. I'm not, I'm, and please don't listen to me. This is not a financial advice. This is just a conversation. And the governments can't touch what they have. Therefore, their lives improve. They can send their kids to school. They can put a roof on their house. They can put shoes on their kids' feet. And that is why I love the use case of the blockchain and what it's created for us. Yes, and, and well, it's, 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 well, I'm not going to cut anything out because I think you got a point here, um, especially when it comes to countries rely on the government. And, well, I'm not going to say everybody, but quite, a, well, let's say most of the people governments are putting most of the money not to the people and if they do then it's because of they have to but if you can see how much poverty there is at the moment in the world and what blockchain can do to mm -hmm. indirectly solve the poverty around the world and i know that governments try to put their hands on the decentralization i i know they they yeah. try to like China, for example, try, well, banned, I think, already the cryptocurrency or let's say yeah, the trading. They, yeah, they have. And, well, India just decided to work together and then see how far they, how far people can go. Bless the Indians. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> They're and wise. Then, yeah, well, and and in, in European countries, instead of like, well, we can't beat them, so join them, the government put some tax on it. So if you, let's say, earn from NFTs, you have, to, well, and this is quite, an, so for the listeners who are buying or selling NFTs, listen very carefully. If you buy NFTs and you use your personal asset or your personal money, it's fine. But when you trade as a company, as a business or an LLC or limited, you have to pay tax. So, even even personal. Yes, personal as well, but un until a certain amount. But when you're a business, you have to pay for almost every penny that comes in. Well, I'm not talking about a couple of a couple of quid, but I mean of a couple of pounds. I mean, we, we're talking about thousands of pounds. Mm -hmm. You have to pay tax, and this is funny because 
and I don't know about other countries. I know in the UK because I live in the UK, oh, so I know the UK. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> in Australia as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but but it's 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 fun that the UK made this kind of rule. Like America indirectly, they they don't want to. They they try to put the hands on the crypto, but how more they put the hands on the cryptocurrency, how 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 more the value of crypto well you, you can see the, the value of the group the crypto starts yeah rising case, again yeah absolutely. and uh, it's yeah and but, but yes what you just mentioned we, we really need to get rid of all this poverty in the world and if governments can't if governments can't do it well then pcs have to do it or the technology has to do it then <laughs> absolutely Arnold. when you think about um let's say for instance a country that doesn't have enough schools or colleges where these youngsters and even adults can get online and learn. Now, we've learned this in the last two years. There were some people, I mean, I've been using Zoom or Skype or any of these sort of things for, for years to, um, to actually um, coach and teach. However, during COVID, there were people who, didn't know how to use Zoom or any of these things, and they started using it, we now realize the ability to learn through the internet. And the ability for these, these youngsters all over the world and adults as well to learn is, is powerful. Flipping what I've just been saying here and getting back to what you were saying earlier on about paying tax, be very mindful, everyone, that you are you when when you've got a a wallet where you where you're stashing away your portfolio of cryptocurrencies you have to the minute you actually uh, put some of that crypto back into your bank account you do have to declare that you have to declare that and you should make sure that you've got some sort of spreadsheet that's downloadable from whichever viable exchange you're on because that must go to your accountant or your bookkeeper. Just letting you know. No, and I th no, but that's that's a good advice. That's why keep your crypto in your crypto wallet. Yeah. Um. Try not. <laughs> try well. Try to exchange. Listen, I think most people who are and 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 smart enough, <laughs> they will exchange the crypto between them instead, um, and even buying yeah. like. Because I know that some countries like, um, and, and just, just tell me if I'm wrong, I know that Africa, for example, mm. their money is so, let's say, well, has indirectly no value anymore. So what I have done is you can now, well, have the fiat money. You mm. can buy then a sort of like national crypto. And that is then, you can use that then for doing your shopping, your, so it's, it's, let's say with their own money, their own Viet money, they can't buy anything. Well, not much, but you know, with the crypto or let's say that their electronic wallets and I forgot the name of it, but I know it in some African countries, they do it. Mm -hmm. And this is how they pay. So they have, they use their phone. They use their, they have even an, 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 an I think a, a pin and chip card. They yep. can use it, but they pay in crypto. They pay. Yeah. So it's, fascinating how countries where let's say the western countries never talk about they already in this kind of technology and 
well, I can I can just hope that more country will well yeah. more countries will follow. Well, you look at PayPal. PayPal now has the the facility for Bitcoin. Um, you look at a lot of these really well known credit card companies. They all moving into that, and this has all been sort of in the past year, really, where it's really motivated. A lot of these banks even are looking at 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 this. Before it was near sale, don't touch it, and everything else. <laughs> However, be very mindful. There are a lot of scams out there, a huge amount of scams, especially where they advertise trading platforms and things like that. You've got to do your due diligence. You must make sure that there's a white paper that's downloadable and you go through that with a fine tooth comb. Don't sort of flip it off and think, oh, gee, this is too long. Um, yeah, but you, don't, you, have to, you have this in a normal world as well, Susan. Absolutely. So, yes, you have to in a crypto world maybe more because it's, 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 it's still young, it's still new. Yeah. Um, but I think in, you know, if, if we look back history, how many times people have been, uh, yeah, been ripped off or, been, or, or, or money has been stolen. Or, so I think that will be, you know, you will have it everywhere if it's in the future world or yeah. in, in the real world. Oh, I had, I mean, I'm some years ago, uh, my bank alerted me that money had been taken out of my account and I had no idea how it was done. And I was very naive those days with, with the ATM machines. I didn't realize that they could fit in these sort of cameras and they could do this. This was a long time ago. I don't do it now. I cover... I, well, I don't use ATM machines much anymore. <laughs> I got my I got my wallets, my crypto wallets. But um, basically, it was it was they obviously saw what my pin was and everything with a with a remote camera and everything, and money was taken out of my bank. They managed to get it back, thank goodness. However, that was a bad feeling. So my heart goes out to anybody who's lost a lot. Um, and like you say, this is the Wild West when it comes to all, all of the sort of new stuff that's going on. But it is the way of the world. And just like when we were talking about the metaverse and about gaming and all of, all of this sort of thing, when you come into cryptocurrency and NFTs, I believe that everybody should take time out to actually study what a blockchain is, understand what cryptocurrency is, understand what a non-fungible token is, which is an NFT, and understand what when when you tokenize something, it is it's something that's a it's it's like Polygon, which is attached to the Ethereum blockchain, but it's a it's it's tokenized. So it's easy to go to YouTube. It is so easy to learn these things. And young and old people should, and older people, sorry, there's no such word as old, only gold. <laughs> <laughs> I used, I coached that. Well, anyway, um, but people need, require, and I can't stress this enough, to understand and know how this all works. Because this is, whether you like it or not, the way the world is going. It was the same in the 1900s with the industrial age and all of this sort of thing. If you didn't know what was going on, you didn't understand, you wouldn't progress. And it's the same now. 
yeah you will you will definitely miss out and the same as when and you mentioned about the 1900s and like the Gilded Age and all yeah. that. So, you know, where, and, and I just mentioned it because a Gilded Age is a series on Netflix and they show that there was a lot of things going on. There were to- some new, uh, new developments and loads of investors didn't believe in it. Some investors did and they became big in, well, what, what, what's, you know, until day of today. Um, I'm not going to mention any names because maybe going to make people angry or like, uh, for example, the, um, I think the Roch, 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 Rothschild, I think if, uh, if, yeah. I, if I'm right, these, the, well, these are one of the, of the generations who started mm. something in the beginning of, of let's yeah. say in the middle of the 1800s. And now we see, let's say we, we well, we went through quite a couple of things so when 2000 started we thought like oh you know all pcs will switch off and you know the <laughs> millennium and you know everything will 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 stop working because you know it will backdate to i think 1900 something was going on with the pcs and that didn't happen but what happened was social media started in 2004 mm. then in 2005 google started and then of course amazon who was already i think already started in 98 these people became players big players and if you look now in the day of today and now of course people who miss this opportunity are saying like oh yes you know you got this big force in the country of uh, sorry big force in 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 the world but they have seen opportunity and this is going to be exactly well this happened also in 2008 when Apple started with the iPhone. Yeah. And they said, like, people can join us or people can just keep the Nokias. So the people who decided to go for the Apple phone and, of course, started to work with the developers from Apple, they are wealthy as hell. They have made so much money with app development and, and all this. And it's, it's, it's amazing. And now, 2021, I'm sorry, 2020 when we hit the pandemic we needed again to adjust and the situation and loads of well i think in the past what happened was when you're talking about bitcoins when you're talking about fiat let's say everything that got to do what was not you know touchable let's say more in in the virtual world was for almost 80 percent of the world's scam absolutely people didn't believe it and now in 2022 people start believing it because if you look around the world what's happening you 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 want to be only in the virtual world (laughs) that's my opinion well it's a safe place to be realistically we're on both sides of the coin if we aren't prepared to get into the virtual world and understand it we're losing out huge corporates massive companies incredible charities and movements are utilizing the metaverse now and they they they're creating their corporate rooms and everything where all their staff meet from all over the world as avatars within the metaverse. People are um, 
as you say, buying properties in, in virtual real estate. They are creating worlds where they can actually sell virtual real estate, office space and things like that. So again, cost effective. After this period of time with COVID, many, many, many of us and many companies do not have the cash flow that we presume they had before. And they don't have this ability to pay for, let's say, a hundred of their staff to all fly to Dubai. We both love Dubai. And go and stay in <laughs> the do. hotel. We do. <laughs> go and stay in hotels and then go on a four-day conference and all this other stuff. It is easier for a corporate now to create that experience for four days within the metaverse, within a world where there is there are meeting rooms, there are socializing areas. I mean, there even, um, and I won't say which food, food delivery services because they are international, but there are food delivery services that advertise within some of these worlds their menus, the menus of the restaurants that they that they work that they deliver food from on behalf of. So when these people are in these four-day conferences and everything, they can go into the social area, go to the pub, because there'll be a pub there. Um, obviously you can't drink in the metaverse or have a Coke or whatever, but there are these menus there and everything else. They can order from a takeaway menu and the delivery comes to their home. And the reason for that is because they are in this four-day conference, they don't want to leave their, their sort of studio within their home, but the food arrives so that they don't miss out on the next thing. These things are all happening. Well, and this is the same. Yeah, because this is the same as what's happening now with Samsung and with McDonald's mm -hmm. and Coca. Well, Coca Cola isn't is yep. so far I know in the metaverse, but it's it's weird. You can, let's say, you go to a Samsung virtual shop, or let's say I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure about Apple, but I know Samsung does. You can browse around in that shop. You just choose. A, you just pick up. You just pick a phone. You pay with your wallet, with your crypto wallet, and you get it physically delivered. And it doesn't matter where you live in the world. What is like, I call it a different way of online shopping. Yeah. But yeah, what you just mentioned about as well is, well, people just order pizza from the, from the metaverse yeah. and you get it delivered. And, 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 and it gets delivered. Top fashion houses reputable Sachi, all of these sort of Chanel, all of these sort of fashion houses, they have their online fashion uh, avatars, they, they have their ramps where the avatars are actually showing off the fashions, top models in their own home studios, um, wearing the clothes that are designed that are for avatars. And so now the fashion industry is now exploding again because during COVID they couldn't do this. So you've got these big people, and by the way, you can NFT fashion as well. 
Yeah, I've, I've heard about that. Yeah, yes. you can NFT, like well-known authors that I know of and that I know, uh, NFT their books. In fact, I think even Gary Vee's NFT'd his latest book. I, 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 I know that like when it comes to clothes, like fashion, I know that Paris Hilton yeah. um, and, some, and some other big names have exclusive NFTs or let's say exclusive or well, NFTs are exclusive. I mean, exclusive designs that people can buy as an NFT, but they also get it physical, like as a physical, a physical product. Yeah. So when they buy a dress as an NFT, they get, well, I know it's going to cost maybe three, four, five, six, seven thousand $7,000, but they will also receive the physical product home. And that's yes. then there. Wow. It just, it's just amazing. And I know with the same as with the, with the, with the monkeys. So if you are part of, let's say, if you buy bought one of these, bought their bought, NFTs. Bought an ape. An, yeah, just one yeah. of the apes. I love the apes. They're great. Yeah, but they then you get, um, and I think it's something like an exclusive membership where you can just join them on the yacht. Yeah, board ape yacht account. club. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the yacht club. That's the one. Yes. <laughs> well, look at that. It's, so it's, it's people think that buying an NFT is is just well let's say some, some something like 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 a picture or digital di- a digital thing but if you see how much companies how much boat how much stuff you will you will you, how sorry not stuff benefits you get mm-hmm. when you buy these nfts well i think why not buy one of these apes and i'm going to be in one of these yachts yeah and and you know boeing they're creating a, a with the aeronautical engineers, they're creating aircraft. You've got your um, your sports people who have NFT'd even themselves. They they um, you get like in Twitter, there's people showing off their latest purchase as their avatar, their their sort of logo or whatever it is you want to call it. So. Just like going to Amazon and shopping on Amazon or any of the Etsy or any of these places, that is what the metaverse is all about. But do you have the ability to go in there and you can actually try on with your avatar the different sizes that are going to fit, depends on what type of avatar you've got. Um, You might get a sort of mass-produced avatar that you dress or you you, you can actually go and get yourself created. So you go and you stand in front of a green screen You've got to stand left, right, turn around so that they see the back of your head, see your front. They get your whole body and uh, sort of all sort of digitalized. Um, and hey, presto, you have got your avatar going. And you've wow. got yourself there in, in, in avatar form. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, but, the, but this is, this is, well, this is how, 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 you know, it's it, this is this is our new the new world. I call it the digital world is the new world. Yeah, and 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 people really have to, let's say, start exploring. And what you already mentioned, like you know, go on YouTube, read something on Google. Go, you know, go because, do yourself a favor. Go and play on one of these platforms. Go and get yourself an avatar and go and experience it. <laughs> I've even got a fairy avatar now. Um, she's tiny. She's cute. She's this little fairy. And I go to fairy worlds within and go, go and sit on mushrooms and talk to elves and 
<laughs> Sit on mushrooms, don't eat them because it can no, be no. dangerous. Oh, I could do that too. I mean, I feel like I've been eating them. I'm, I'm euphoric in, in, in this world. It's so much fun. <laughs> you know what, Arnold? I've even got a podcast and a storefront in, 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 in my digital world. That's nah, mine. That's amazing. Yeah, well, but I need I need to visit you because in which which in which world are you? Are you in uh, because you mentioned Sensa quite a lot. So are you? Yeah. So, are you on the- yeah, so um, I, and and with all due respect, I, I'm I'm very passionate about Learn TV and Learn Global, and I'm very aware of what you have on the cards, but. I've been working in a, a company called Rhino XR, and that's where I'm in Rhino XR world. I'm in their city, and I have a storefront, and then they have this huge auditorium where I have a podcast booth. It's amazing. Yeah, I need to visit you there definitely. Oh yes, most definitely. Come, come and visit. Let's let's have fun being avatars. <laughs> <laughs> Before we're gonna wrap up, Susan, because I know. This podcast can go for five hours. I know this because we yeah. love to talk. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, we can definitely go for hours. I mean, so before we go, go, what will be your, let's say, message to the people who haven't joined because of, let's say, haven't joined, it, it's more like haven't explored the virtual world because you know, and I, I'm, I'm, well, I know as well that people think that it's only for the young generation. But what will you, let's say, tell to the to the people who are, let's say, not from the young generation, the baby boomers, um, the ba- well, baby boomers, millennials. The, yeah. You know, even millennials have something like generation. They think that we are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to say to everybody is go try it. It it's fun. It's an experience. It's, it's, you know, it's like going to Disneyland, but you don't have to travel there. In fact, Disneyland has even got Disneyland <laughs> in, in the metaverse and you can go there if you want. The, what's my, the takeaway? I honestly believe that we should all take time to understand the metaverse, to understand NFTs and to understand cryptocurrency because this is how the world's going. So what I'd love for everybody to know is I'm passionate about this. A lot of you don't need to be, but you do need to know. That's it in a nutshell. And I I think I agree with you because I know that we we have a a lot of things well, let's say a lot of things that we think that is is not happening or temporarily or just, but in the end of the day, it's it's going to be for or maybe permanent. And you already see yeah. this slowly coming up. That um, so I, I will say well, it, it, well, thank you so much for for that advice because, again, I I will do the same. I will just tell people, come on, yeah, do it. It's explore. important. And and when it you is. are an older person, you got time on your hands. Don't sit twiddling your thumbs and contemplating your navel unless you're into meditation, <laughs> which is fine because I'm a meditation facilitator <laughs> and mindfulness facilitator. But go play. Yeah. The most important thing about staying young in your mind 
is to play and be full of joy. And this gives you joy. Everybody I know who is over 50, 55 and is doing this is having fun. And believe it or not, whether you're retired or not, this also has an incredible ability for you to have an extra income to create something. So why not? Go play. You don't even have to drive to work. Yes, go 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 play and stop traveling. Maybe we'll save the environment a little bit as well. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love traveling. Don't get me wrong. Boy, if I can get on a plane and go and do something, I will. But I will be taking the ability to get onto the online and go and play in the metaverse as well. So... Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Susan, for, for, for joining this podcast. Uh, and again, um, well, maybe we're going to have another one soon as well. But again, thank you so much. Thank you, Arnold. It's always wonderful to talk to you.